today on CityCast Philly. Be honest, what colors are on the city's flag? Could you identify any symbols on it? Yeah, it's tough to answer. Why, though? Shouldn't a city's flag be memorable? Just like our sports team's logos? It's Monday, March 13th, 2023. I'm Trinae Nuri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Allison McCook, you're an editor of the opinion page at the Philadelphia Inquirer. And not just that, but your ancestor, Henry Christopher McCook, is the designer of our city flag. But even with your personal connection, you say Philly's yellow and blue flag is terrible. Why? Uh, yeah, I want to qualify too. We all like the McCook family. We've always said we are related to this guy. We have no like official, you know, paperwork or anything to attest to that. But you know, what I always say is like, how many McCooks from the Philadelphia area do you know? It's likely that we are related in some way. But even I did not know what the flag looked like until about a year ago when I started working at the paper And someone just mentioned that they'd always sort of talked about how the Philly flag isn't very good and wouldn't it be nice to have a different one. And then I went and looked at it and I was like, this is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's just terrible. Okay, so we're going to talk about that later in the show. You know, what makes a flag good? But I mean, I don't know. What should we be comparing it to? Should we compare it to the American flag? Like, I I don't know. I think a really good flag to think of is the Canadian flag. It's red, white with a big maple leaf in the middle. I mean, I I think of it, I went to school in Canada, so I I know that flag very well. I just think it's a really good flag. But it's one of those things that when I once you see it, I feel like it's a flag you remember. And uh, you know, it's not not like the Philadelphia flag. And let's talk about the Philly flag. So Can you explain to me what the city seal is all about? So you have two women wearing two different colored dresses or pieces of fabric. One's holding a scroll with an anchor on it. The other's literally holding a cornucopia in her hand. Those symbols really, I don't know. When I think of Philly, I don't associate a scroll with an anchor and a cornucopia. Like, why do we even have this? I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I don't know that much about the seal in part because it doesn't interest me. It doesn't just like you say, (laughs) it has no relationship to the city I know today. I mean, it was adopted a long time ago. So whatever is there, I think, has become kind of outdated. The seal is very different from the flag, though. I mean, Mm -hmm. the, the seal is on government trucks. It's you see it a lot around the city, we're not suggesting touching the seal. That's like a whole other thing. We just want it off the flag. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Henry, though. Why did he decide to use blue and yellow? That had to do with Sweden, which is another thing. Like when you think of Philadelphia, Sweden is the first thing that comes to mind. No, but at the time it was because he wanted to honor Sweden colonized this area in the 1600s. So he wanted to honor that connection with the flag. And so the blue and the yellow are specifically, you know, meant to 
address our link to Sweden. Interesting. Okay. Alison, you also say that Philly's flag, quote unquote, violates many rules of flag design. Well, yeah, I say rules. I like to put air quotes around rules. I don't like using air quotes, but I feel like you have to in this sense because the rules, if many good flags do not follow these rules. However, when you are designing a flag, there are a few things that you should try to keep in mind. And the big one is that I think you should be able to see a flag from far away um, and see it and recognize it. Because that's most of the time, that's when you are encountering a flag. It's on a flagpole high up in the air. You see it from far away and you think, boom, whatever that flag symbolizes, you're supposed to get that instantly from looking at it. And ideally, we got an email from someone about this project talking about how flags ideally should be recognizable, not just when they're unfurled, like in the wind, but when they're loose and hanging down where it's a slow, it's not very windy day. I mean, that's hard to achieve, obviously, but ideally that's what you want. And so in order to get that, the flag shouldn't be too busy. It should have not too many colors, maybe two or three colors. And Philly's flag has like what, 66, you say? Well, that's because of the seal. Yeah, we actually are our team, our, our interactives team analyzed the number of colors in the seal and it was 66. So that obviously breaks that rule of flag design. Right. For sure. And right. also from far away, like you're not going to see the details of the seal. Is there anything good about our city flag? Uh I don't want to be too negative, but my answer honestly is no. I I don't I don't like anything about it. I don't even if it were up to me, I wouldn't even keep the colors related to Sweden. Right. Because I feel like we've moved, you know, there's so much to Philadelphia that is that is not about our colonization by Sweden that happened so long ago. I feel like we can come up with a more timeless concept that would would work also 400 years from now because that's the ideal you don't want to keep changing the flag you want to come up with something that will stick and become iconic and speaking of achieving that like is that happening in our future where are we with maybe a, a an actual real possible redesign has anyone brought this up to council yeah i mean that's a that's a really big part of this I, I've talked to some flag experts there. Let me, this is a word very hard to pronounce. Vexilo, vexillogy, I believe, vexillogy or Vexilo, something. Vexillogy, okay. What does that mean? <laughs> that is the that is the the specialty of flag design. Those are flag experts. Interesting. So I've, I've talked to there, and one I spoke to said, if you want to change your region's flag, the easiest part is the design the hardest part is convincing government to make the change. I am interested in talking to city council about actually changing the flag. The first step, what we wanted to do is sort of gauge public interest, create a tool so that people mm -hmm. could design a flag that they liked and submit it to us. And then we could see what people are interested in because you know, my idea for the flag won't work if it's not what the majority of Philadelphians want. Mm -hmm. So I want to see what Philadelphians want to see on their flag. And then from there, I feel like I might have something 
that I could bring to the government and say, even if you don't like this, this is something people want. They want change. What have readers designed uh, with this interactive tool? What, what are people coming up with? Uh, it's amazing. So we're still going through, it, the piece came out on Tuesday. So we're still getting designs. But the first 24 hours, I think we got 1,200 submissions just through the tool that we created that you could, you know, if you go to the article, you can submit it through the tool directly. And if you're listening right now, we'll have a link in the show notes so you could uh, design a flag as we're chatting right now. Yeah, I mean, that'd be great. I'd love to see everybody's thoughts and designs. So I think what we'll do is probably see which colors are the most popular and which symbols, if people chose symbols, which ones are the most popular. At an early glance, it looks like the Liberty Bell is coming out strong. Yeah. And I, you know, that's at first... I mean, we created a list of potential symbols to use. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, it's so on the nose. Can't we do better than that? But at the same time, there aren't that many symbols that have this internationally recognized design, like shape that you see and you think Philadelphia. Well, the one symbol I found really intriguing and I saw the note about it was the use of a turtle. Mm. I'm glad you noticed that. Yeah, we thought we thought about that a lot. And I actually I did some reporting about that, too. So we wanted to honor the Native Americans who were living here before Philadelphia and the European settlers came. And we talk about Penn Treaty Park and William Penn signing this treaty. Well, a treaty is between two people. And the other side of that is mm -hmm. Chief Tominand, who he was a representative of the Lenape people who were living here. And he signed the, a peace treaty with William Penn. I mean, it ended up being quite less peaceful than I think ever they anticipated. But we still, Chief Tominand does not get his due in our city. We have a statue of him kind of near an entrance to 95 in Old City. Um, but he definitely needs more attention. You know, Penn's on the top of City Hall and Chief Tominand's by the highway. And then, so uh, some of the clans, if you look at the Lenape, some of the seals they have and the, the images that were important to them, one of them is the turtle. And that symbolized Mother Earth. And Chief Tominen was from the turtle clan also. Oh, and so okay. we thought that I was just like that, yeah. a nice, it's just like a nice, first of all, that image is very important to the Lenape. Mm -hmm. And then when you think about it, this concept of Mother Earth and things springing forth from, hmm. I think that that can work for Philadelphia because the city, what we think of as the United States of America, was born in part, in large part, in Philadelphia with all these really important documents that were created here. So I kind of, I like that. Um, it does need... Unfortunately, because of our lack of <laughs> understanding about the true history of our region, it does need explanation for people mm -hmm. to make sense. Mm -hmm. But once you know the explanation, it is really beautiful and I think it can work. For sure. Allison, I also played with the tool and I redesigned the flag. So this is what I came up with. Mm, I'm excited. I chose the bi-color pattern 
straightforward. You know, we're simple. We're simple folks here. (laughs) Split down the middle. I chose orange for one side because orange is my favorite color. It's also. Oh, I love orange, too. Yeah. It's also the color of CityCast Philly. And I feel like now that the color orange has that like gritty orange term that just makes sense for us right now, right? Um, well, literally. How, really. how we're thought of as a city because of our sports teams, I feel like really play into it a lot. And then so the other color that I chose was the navy blue. And I feel like for me, that was more of a symbolic color of liberty because, like you said, you know, this is the birthplace of the nation. Um, now I was trying to figure out when I got to the symbols part, I thought, okay, maybe should I add some stripes? Should I add some stars? But I came up with adding a black Liberty Bell right in the middle. You know what? That's very, very close to what I had thought of too. Really? Yeah. I, (laughs) I think because I feel the way you do, I feel like Philadelphia, our flag needs a little edge. Like we are gritty, we are scrappy, and that's part of our identity, and and I think the flag should reflect that. So the black, and I I had a black Liberty Bell also split with color, two colors split down the middle, just like you. I think I chose red and green though. Okay, why red and green? I thought they're complementary colors from what I understand on the color wheel. So that I sort of like the idea of, because we are very diverse city, that the idea that different things could come together and work together. Red and green is like good for, you know, our sports teams and stuff that I thought it would just be some, it would be a nice transition from all the Phillies and Eagles things that people have. Okay. Okay. Yep. I like the green too, because Fairmount Park is such a huge part of the city, and I think it's a distinguishing part of the city, our green cover. Allison, I have to be honest, though. Before this conversation, I really didn't look at the city flag much. So I'm, I'm wondering, like, why why does this all matter? Like, why should I care about what the city's flag is? Uh, that's a really good question. I mean, I think Philadelphia is a great city, whether or not we re- redesign the flag. I think having a great, this is something also another flag expert told me, a great city, I think, deserves a great flag. And I think a great flag can make a great city even better by giving it this sense of identity, shared experience, the way it did feel good for those couple weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, leading up to the World Series, when everyone's wearing their sports shirt and you kind of, have this sense of community. It felt good that we were all kind of in something together, (laughs) believe in something together and want something together. And that's that the flag can do that. All right, Allison McCook, an editor of the opinion page at the Philadelphia Inquirer. Thank you so much for breaking this all down with me and for joining me on CityCast Philly. That's my pleasure. It's, It's an honor. I'm so happy to be here. We'll have a link to Allison's full story in the show notes so you can also use the interactive tool to redesign a flag. And here's what Philly's talking about. Cheryl A. McConnell has been named president of St. Joseph's University. According to the Inquirer, McConnell was serving as the interim president for more than nine months. And before that, she was provost for three years. 
McConnell is the first female president at the school. And the Temple University Police Department received a $1.7 million state grant. WHYY reports the funding is for campus security upgrades like gunshot detection devices, license plate readers, and closed-circuit television cameras. It's time for the tip of the day, where we share a life hack for living in Philly. Speaking of flags, the Office of Immigrant Affairs does a really cool thing by highlighting the diversity of the city with flag-raising ceremonies. Last week was the Ireland flag-raising ceremony, and in May, the city will raise Haiti and Georgia's flag. You can actually apply for a flag-raising ceremony at City Hall if you meet the eligibility requirements. Go to phila.gov OIA for more information. If you have a tip of the day, we'd love to hear from you too. Call or text us at 215-259-8170. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed this episode about the city's flag, please tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter too. It's called Hey Philly. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. All right, let me like Google this real quick. Canada's flag.